Hey guys, um, it's me. <laughs> it's my first time making a podcast, y'all. So just be patient with me. I have recorded myself before, but this is my first podcast, podcast, podcast. So um, I might sound a little nervous, but <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and get started. So this first, I guess, like episode is gonna be talking about the healing journey since that's essentially why i'm doing this so what y'all are gonna learn about me is that i love to google shit okay i love getting on google and looking up the definitions of whatever i'm talking about just so we could get technical and then we could like you know bend it around and like move it or move it y'all see what i mean y'all see what i mean so Google defines healing as the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. And that's interesting. Just because, you know, when we talk about healing, we could compare uh, internal wounds such as, you know, like childhood trauma, um, any traumatic experience that you may have gone through in the past, anything, anything, we could compare that to that of a, of a cut, right? Or of a scar, scab, whatever you want to call it. So let's, let's start comparing. So for example, with a cut, say you scrape your leg or I don't know, someone just came up to you, right? And, and with a knife, they cut through your arm. The definition says the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. And I want y'all to understand the power that we hold as humans. Because our bodies will automatically heal themselves on their own, right? As far as it goes for cuts, you know, any other injuries, uh, I'm not a doctor. But as far as it goes for, like, cuts and stuff, like little baby cuts, usually they heal within a month, um... For example, like I constantly bite the sides of my fingers and um, my fingers will be out here bleeding, (laughs) which is ironic because I'm over here talking about healing. I want y'all to understand that just because I'm talking on these topics does not make me perfect. Okay, like I'm not I'm not perfect. I am still on my own journey. I'm still figuring everything out for myself. So um, anyways. I want y'all to realize how much power we hold as humans, right? So if our cuts and, and wounds, our external cuts, heal so quickly, why is it so hard for us to heal our internal wounds, our childhood trauma, um, anything that has impacted our nervous system? Why is that hard? Well, a lot of the times we don't understand why we feel a certain way because in our childhood, for the most part, our um, our parents never taught us really how to understand our own emotions, probably because they don't understand their own, probably because their parents didn't understand their own. And the point that I'm trying to make is that at some point, we're going to have to break that cycle, right? So... When we talk about healing, 
like I said, um, it's harder for us to come back from a heartbreak, come back from trauma, come back from something hard, a hardship. It's very hard. I sound rhetorical, but it's it's tough, you know, like trying to t- trying to move forward. And it's because we weren't taught how to do that. We weren't taught how to if you were if you were raised properly. I shouldn't even say properly. If you were raised in a healthy way, um then, you know, you probably have a really good idea on how to communicate and how to um, channel your emotions, how to express what you're feeling. And for that, I applaud you. Now, me speaking for myself, I was not so fortunate to have been raised to be confident in, my, in myself. Um, if anything... And I don't want to share too much about my own experiences, but if anything, um, what I've noticed in the Latino culture and the in the Mexican culture, essentially, um, we like to we like to knock everyone down, you know. Especially if we see someone who's doing good, we will point out their flaws. And although that is part of the culture, I don't agree with it. So I remember being a little girl. And you know, being in my little dress and my cool shoes and my and my really cool watch, and having my family members tell me that I'm ugly. And I'm a very sentimental, sentimental child. I'm a Leo moon, y'all. Like, if y'all know about astrology, like us Leo moons, we are emotional. And I'm a Cancer, so uh, my little self, I would burst out into tears and go run into a corner and cross my arms and cry. And although, you know, it was just all all shits and giggles, we don't realize what that does to the self-esteem of a child. Because we don't want someone thinking they're too much or they're all that, you know, we got to bring them down a notch. But that's the thing, see, in our childhood, we are being shown to be put into a box. And essentially, I'm not with that. Like, I don't agree with that because some of us have this flamboyant, beautiful energy and we are robbed of it at such a young age instead of being taught how to embrace it. You know, there, there's a balance, of course, and that's something that we should be taught. Sometimes there's kids who are not confident and we need to teach them how to be, you know. So... When we talk on this healing journey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, give y'all some, some tips and some things that I learned because um, I've gone through trial and error, guys. I have been through a lot. Um, and I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you, I'll give you one solid key. The one thing that does not work it will never work, y'all. It's just pretending like shit didn't happen, okay? Like, not acknowledging your trauma, not acknowledging what you went through and not owning it is not going to work for you because you're just going to be repeating cycles in every relationship. You're going to be repeating cycles in every friendship. And any any kind of relationship that allows another person to get close to you, you're going to consistently make the same mistakes, or make the same um, 
actions, you know, like falling into the same bad habits. So that's what we're not about to do. We're not about to just brush all our shit under the carpet. That's not right either. What we got to do is honor our truth. Speak your truth. And, you know, like there's so many people who will make fun of you, who will fall back when you when you surrender into your healing journey. But take that as a as a blessing, okay? Because I don't know, guys, I don't know if y'all are religious, but I personally am and I see it as like my my ancestors, my spirit guides, whoever, they are keeping the people who essentially stunt your growth they're keeping them away from you so you don't i mean granted granted it is 100% valid to be sad over losing a person but at the same time you know you got to be grateful for that and i'm saying this in such a ironic time for myself because uh i i've been losing people left and right but that's just because um, I know in my heart that these people were just meant to be temporary. Sadly, and I know nobody likes temporary, uh, some people are just meant to teach you a lesson. And, and they're meant to teach you a lesson and then you move forward. You take from it. What did I learn? What do I need to work on? And this goes into shadow work. All right. So if y'all have me on Snapchat, uh, maybe like two weeks ago I was, or a week ago, I was talking about shadow work right so what is shadow work well let me get technical again with my google definitions so oh bitch shadow work so google defines shadow work as um well google doesn't offer a definition so let's click on one of these what does shadow work mean? It is a form of self-examination. So I'm going to stop right there before I keep going. Self-examination. So I am a huge fan of Alan Watts. And I don't know if y'all know who he is, but he is a, he's a philosopher. Um, and I, so I listen to his lectures often. And he doesn't really use the term shadow work. He actually says um, that we need to become the watcher. And we have, to, we have to see between, we have to be the watcher and what is watched, right? So I'm going to keep going with this, with this um, definition and then I'll find a way to tie it all together. Um, shadow work is an introspective psychological practice that anyone can do and can lead to a more fulfilling life. So Alan Watts says, be the watcher and what is watched. Okay, so you have to sort of separate yourself from your actions and your thoughts, right? And once you become self-aware, guys, it is so fucking hard. It's so fucking hard because you want to act a certain way, but then, you know, your thoughts are like, mm, bitch, don't do that. Like, you know, that's not right. You know what I mean? So, like, you start watching yourself and watching your actions. And, and shadow work is done on a on a daily basis, you know what I mean? On on every time that you feel te sientes alterado, you know, you feel like fighting, you feel like um just 
giving a reaction you gotta really observe that I'm, a, I'm about to give you all a little bit of a story time so like the other day i was at the gym and um i'm just doing my own thing you know whatever and i see this chick staring at me and i'm like what the fuck bro like i'm wearing this face mask she's wearing her face mask but she's like our eyes are locked on each other and like she's not looking at me in any kind of cute way so i'm not thinking that she likes me because she's not like giving me flirty eyes she's giving me ugly eyes and i guess she assumed that i wouldn't stare back right so i'm staring back and then i caught myself because when i was younger i was a uh i like to fight i i used to like to fight i used to like to engage so i catch myself Jesus Christ. <laughs> I catch myself um, essentially having these thoughts like like thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to beat her ass, blah, blah, blah. And then I catch myself and I'm like, yo, you don't know this girl. She's just looking at you for whatever reason. She's just projecting whatever. Mind your own business. So I walk away, right? And I'm over here minding my own business, doing my own thing. And I see that this girl's following me. And I see her and I just like turn around, whatever, ignore her. Well, when I reach for my water, this chick is like right behind me. Her face mask is off and she's looking me up and down, laughing at me. And I'm just like looking at her back. And then I caught myself again. And I was like, you know what? She could laugh at me all she wants. She could look at me all she wants. But that's just a projection of her own problems that i don't know nothing about i don't know what she's going through so i'm just thinking in my head like i just want this girl to leave me alone for real it's like just leave me alone so i just moral of the story i just ignored her and i didn't act on what i really wanted to do because you know inner child me ego me lower self me would have thrown these hands you feel me like i would have like excuse me do you have an issue you know what i mean but then i was like why am i gonna waste my energy on somebody that i don't even know i don't even know her name i just know what she looks like i don't know her name i don't know what she's going through so why am i gonna waste my energy on someone that i don't know right it's it's kind of like wasteful i got better things to to put my energy into such as working on myself which is what i was doing at the gym working on my working on my fitness working on my health and essentially at the same time working on my mental health working on on my actions doing the shadow work you see like if you were raised in a home that was very um hostile very loud very violent that's probably what you're going to carry into your child i mean into your adulthood or your teenage years and i mean if y'all like living like that i'm not gonna tell y'all how to live your life but it's just so draining you know what i mean like it's just for what like in my opinion it's just like there's so much more the world has to offer us and we are spending our time arguing with each other fighting each other, trying to throw hands. These hands were not made for fighting, y'all. 
we were the the thing is is that like we gotta hold compassion for one another and that's what i did the other day you see like i told myself i don't know what this girl is going through i hope she heals (laughs) essentially and walked away from the situation and i mean whatever she's thinking about me is her own opinion and she's entitled to it she can think that I'm XYZ and I I didn't step up to her and okay whatever girl like that's your opinion but in my opinion I'm only worried about myself and my growth and that showed me that I'm growing right so that's that's the big part that's what we got to keep in mind all at all times like we have to keep our growth as a priority so back to shadow work um i actually want to kind of go in on what i was talking about the other day on my story which it'll essentially tie everything together let me just look for it real quick if i could find it if i even saved it but if i didn't it's okay it's somewhere stored in my head Actually, let me show y'all the screenshot that I took of one of Alan Watts, Alan Watts's stuff. So the important part about shadow work is being able to identify your ego and being able to identify your higher self, right? So when we speak on the ego, the ego is, is that motherfucker who always wants to fight. Right. So that was my ego the other day. They wanted to like throw hands. I wanted to like ask this bitch what her problem was. (laughs) And I shouldn't even call her that. But that's my ego speaking. You know, I'm kind of trying to give you guys an example. So like your ego is essentially your inner child. So however your your ego speaks is how your inner child speaks. So I want you all to keep in mind that your ego doesn't only come out when you're arguing with someone. Like, your ego comes out when you want love. Your ego comes out when you want attention, when you when you need stuff, essentially. And so Alan Watts, Alan Watts says that with meditation, you can identify your higher self. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier. And he says, you start by watching your thoughts, watching your feelings, watching your emotions. So you build up a sense of separation between the watcher and what is watched. And that is so interesting to me because it's like you get to identify, okay, well, that's my ego. Shit, like you can even give it a name. And I don't want y'all to start thinking you're schizophrenic or anything, okay? Like this is normal. This is um, some some intense healing, okay? So like y'all ain't crazy for thinking that you got like two different people in you it's it's not schizophrenia or anything um but the point is is when when you meditate and i'll get into meditation on another episode okay but like we're starting here with with this so like when you when you do start meditation um and you hear yourself with these intrusive thoughts overthinking thinking you're not enough or thinking you want to start a fight with someone thinking you want to like just stir shit up because it's getting kind of boring. <laughs> Identify that as your ego. Name this motherfucker. Whatever you want to name him. Let's name him fucking Joe. <laughs> like the fool from 
you, right? I, I don't know why I said Joe, but that was the first thing that came to my head. But yeah, that's your ego, right? And we move forward. And the, the, the thought in your head that tells you, I don't want to be like this anymore. That's your higher self. And you have to honor what your higher self wants, okay? Your higher self is connected to the intuition. And essentially, your intuition is stored in your gut, which is why we say, I just have a gut feeling. And so we have to start honoring what our gut wants instead of the ego. And I feel the way I would identify it, I don't know if this is right, don't quote me on it, but I feel like the ego is connected to anxiety. The ego reacts out of fear, reacts out of trauma, reacts out of the need to be wanted, the need to be loved. And so no one is obligated to give you any of that other than your parents and if they didn't do it in childhood oh well my love now you got to do it for yourself as an adult and i don't mean to make it sound cold or anything it's just like that's what we got to do um that's like so important so so important that we start nurturing our inner child and start honoring what our inner child wants like, we got to really dig deep into our childhood and think, what did I like doing as a kid? Well, for example, me. I can't even... If you went through a lot of trauma, like, it's going to be really hard for you to even remember what you like doing, okay? So I can't remember a lot, honestly. I just remember I hated being outside. Now, as an adult, I love being outside. But I remember I loved cartoons. I loved watching TV. I loved eating pizza. Um, I loved to paint as a as a freaking teenager, as a like 11, 12 year old. That's when I started writing. And we have to honor what we like doing as kids. Oh, another thing. I loved to sing when I was a kid. So like we have to honor what we like doing as kids and do it as an adult so that we can essentially start to feel gratification, start to feel a little bit fuller if that makes sense you know like we start to fill our own voids whatever we were robbed of as children if you were robbed of your innocence um you know you have you have every right to take that back okay just because it happened as a kid doesn't mean that you are still that kid you're an adult now and you have control over your life and if you want to make changes for your circumstances, do it. And I'm not saying it as if it were a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Like, it is not. I know it's hard. Um, if you struggle with mental health, I know how hard it is to get yourself out of the bed. I know how hard it is to get yourself motivated to even separate your thoughts between the ego and the higher self. It is hard. Guys, like, this is not easy. I never, I never, ever, ever claim that. I never want y'all to think that I think that I'm better than anybody because I am no better than the next person, okay? I have my own struggles. I have my own uh, issues that I'm working through. But sometimes even, like, talking on a voice memo, talking on here, like, 
sometimes I say stuff and I'm like, oh, I needed to hear that. Sometimes I just have to hear myself talk, you know, sometimes. Um, I learn a lot while trying to teach. And I wouldn't even, well, fuck it. Yeah, I'm over here teaching, right? Like, it's just very gratifying. It's a very gratifying feeling. Um, it It makes me happy to know that there are people who do want to surrender to their healing journey. They do want to make make changes in their life. And that makes me happy because I have this, and it, I might be delusional, but I have like a lot of hope for the next few generations. Maybe not our generation, just because a lot of us are so consumed in, in shit that does not matter. But you know what? Like mental health is such a big topic nowadays that I have hope for the following generations to come like those of you guys who have kids right now like y'all have the opportunity to make the world a better place because essentially all the bad shit that's going on in the world right now it starts with kids y'all it starts with the way that we are brought up and if y'all are instilling um ugly ugly opinions uh showing your kids examples of what love looks like but it's not really love and now we have this twisted idea of love you know like if you're showing that to your kids then we're never gonna break the cycle okay make sure you're showing if you have kids and you're hearing me out right now like make sure you're showing your kids some some compassion make sure the next time your kid is crying and i know it's hard y'all like i don't have kids but i have (laughs) I have some experience. Um, I know it's hard to just, like, hear a kid and not get frustrated when they're crying. It takes a lot of patience. Like, you decided to have a kid, right? Oh, well. Uh, If you're too young and you feel like you don't have the patience for all of this, well... Let me tell you, my friend, you are on the right path by listening to the shit that I have to say. Because I will preach on children for days. Like, I will preach for this. Um, You got to heal yourself so that you could be better for your kids. So that your kids could be better for the world. So that the world could be a better place for everyone. But it starts with your kids. If you have any. And if you don't have any... Uh, Take this time to heal yourself before you have some. So that, you know, we could all start making the world a better place. Because shit, like, there's so many ugly things that go on. And, oof, it's so overwhelming sometimes. Like, it's so draining. It's so sad. I just wish I could hug everybody. (laughs) But at the same time, like... I wish I could slap everybody too, but we're not about to do that because that's the ego. (laughs) All right, guys. I think that's all I should say for today before I keep going for hours and hours and hours. But I want to say thank you for listening. And I hope you guys took something from this. And if there's anything else that y'all want me to speak on, y'all can let me know. Because if not, I'm going to just keep making these podcasts. And um, if 
if I start talking about stuff that y'all don't really care for, then I'm it would be kind of pointless, you know. So just give me some feedback. Let me know. I uh, hope everyone's having a good day. Hope everyone hope everyone expresses some gratification remember express your gratitude ex- uh express your your affirmations and we'll get into some affirmations and stuff later but anyways i'm gonna go ahead and sign off so thank you guys have a great day bye